second Ubuweb Poetry Foundation podcast, avant-garde all the time. I'm Kenneth Goldsmith, and uh, this is drawn from the archive of Ubuweb, the largest repository of avant-garde, outsider, and ethnopoetic materials on the internet. Ubuweb can be found at ubu.com. Today's show is The World of Outsiders. As much avant-garde material as there is on UberWeb. We've also embraced the outside and material that runs between the avant-garde and the outside. And a perfect uh, way to start off this poetry project would be to introduce you to the work of Antonin Artaud, the great theater director and uh, critic, commentator, and all-around lunatic. <laughs> what you're listening to here is a, a piece called Sound Effects, Beating and Exchanges between Roger Blanc and I, recorded in 1947, and this is from his uh, great radio play, To Have Done with the Judgment of God. It was uh, banned from radio for 30 years in France because of its scatological, anti-American and anti-religious references and pronunciations, but also because of... Uh, the insanity that you can hear here with uh, xylophone sounds, percussive elements, and uh, true to Artaud's theater of cruelty, uh, he basically reduces emotions uh, and expressions into audible sounds. So what we're hearing are uh, cries, screams, grunts, and uh, a basic madness. Uh, Artaud basically felt that text had become a tyrant over meaning, and as you can hear, he instead advocated a theater made up of a unique language, halfway between thought and gesture, physicality over textuality. Another mid-century nut and genius was uh, Bern Porter, a recluse that lived in the backwoods of Maine, but in his younger years uh, was on the Manhattan Project. He was working on the Manhattan Project and was unaware that his work was about to turn into uh, the nuclear bomb. When he found out what his work was being used for, he turned to the avant-garde. And uh, he made this incredible uh, recording in the uh, early 80s, uh, while living in the backwoods of Maine, entitled The Last Acts of Saint Fuck, Fuck you. you. Fuck you, guys. I'm going to get even. And so what will I do? I will begin. I will begin my threats and my, my, my evens. I will get even and I will abdicate and I will negate treaties and I will acidify, alkalize and I will affiliate bastards. And I will the Last Acts of Saint Fuck You goes by the... Uh, ABC methodology. It's an effective screaming rant that goes on for 10 minutes. It first starts with A 
and ends with Z. Every expletive you can possibly think of is included here. Those I will amputate and those I will annul. Furthermore, I'll get on to the baiting of the suckers, the banishing of believers, the beating of bear asses. What's happening here is a, uh, a man who in his daily life went from mundane occupations uh, to sainthood. And he was on his deathbed and he asked for forgiveness and God comes down and God says, you are now saint, fuck you. And you can get even with everybody. And he goes on and he gives a litany of A to Z rants of all the people he's going to get even with. Square all my debts and take care of all of this stuff, all of this stuff, the riots, the men, the justice, the boils, the sleepers, the walkers, the scones, the mobs, the meats, the bonds, the rings, the ringing of debts. I'm going to take care of all of that, take care of all of that stuff. Especially the zero graphing of copyrights. The Xeroxing of Xeroxes and the ringing of entries, the X-raying of entries, the X-raying of negatives, the xylophoning of dirges and the yammering of joys, the yapping of gossip, the yarding of parishioners, the yelling of victory, the yoke of unequals, the yelling of Greek, the yelling of Esther, the zeering of Zanes, the sounding of oaths, the sounding of oaths. I'm going to take care of all of those guys. Fuck you guys. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Absolutely unaware of Artaud and Bern Porter was the disbarred lawyer named Francis E. Deck, Esquire. He lived his life in Hempstead, New York, and was disbarred for uh, being one of uh, the 20th century's great forgers. And he just spent the next 20 years isolated in his ramshackle house in Hempstead, Long Island, typing furiously and sending out mad letters and uh, warnings to thousands of random households, media outlets, and small businesses uh, from all over the United States. He'd also plaster uh, posters around New York City, anywhere he could get his word out. Uh, today, uh, he was, would be uh, uh, known as a paranoid schizophrenic in the mid-'80s, a uh, radio station, K-Rock, actually got a hold of some of these letters, and one of the DJs set this stuff to music and actually uh, invoked the mad voice of Francis E. Deck and made several of these audio pieces. Even with trained parroting puppet assassins in maximum security insanity prison for writing these unforgivable truths until my undetectable extermination I, Francis E. Deck Esquire, 29 Maple Avenue, Hempstead, New York, I stand alone against your mad, deadly, worldwide conspiratorial gangster computer god communism. Once this stuff started to get out, people became fascinated at who this guy really was. And uh, many people went to 29 Maple Avenue in Hempstead looking for him, but found basically he was caught in the middle of this ghetto, broke out of his mind. He had been taking his house apart, rebuilding it, taking floorboards, flipping them over, writing these tracks, and he ended up in a veterans hospital in Albany where people went to uh, see him dressed up as some of the nightmares that he invokes just to scare him at the end of his life. These are sort of radio hipster types just to get even with uh, Francis C. Deck 
at this point he was very, very near death and didn't register a thing. But in fact, he died, I believe, in 1995. Computer god that controls you as a terrorized gangster Frankenstein earphone radio slave. Parroting puppet, you are a terrorized member of the master race world. The madness of Francis E. Deck here on avant-garde all the time. We're listening to the world of outsiders. Let's move into the art world now. And in the mid-70s, a real redneck hick from the swamps of Florida moved to New York and tried to make an attempt at becoming a famous artist in the uh, Soho scene. His name was Jim Roach. And here's what he did. He would go into galleries and he would go into a trance in these sort of performance art pieces. He'd sit in the galleries and rock back and forth and try to evoke the uh, redneck swamp characters from his youth. And he uh, invented a whole series of characters. None of them are savory. Absolutely all offensive, but I suppose it was being true to where he was from. This is a great rant of his entitled Bubble Blower from 1978. No, no, I'm not going to do... No, I don't... Now listen, you just can't... I cannot go away. You'll just have to call and hire authority on this. I am not leaving the store until I can talk to someone about this matter. Now, I, I don't like you dis- dismissing it that quickly. It's just being, you know, either me trying to come in here and put you on or something. I mean, God damn it, I bought the fucking thing here and I want it... I want it fixed. And I mean it. This is one of the tamer Jim Roach rants. I, well, it's fuck you. I don't care if you don't like that end of it. God damn it, a bubble blower is... There are much worse ones. Basically, me. these works got Jim Roach drummed out of the art world. Uh, I would say go in and listen to them, but there should be no minors or no sensitive souls around. His entire double album is up on UberWeb. It's called Learning to Count, and it's a collection of these audio rants from 1970 to about 1978. In the field of visual art, Robin Kahn, a a rather well-known feminist artist, uh, recorded this piece called uh, Jesus Christ Superstar, or Robin Kahn Sings Jesus Christ Superstar, in 1990. As a child, she became obsessed uh, with the recording of Jesus Christ Superstar and learned it by heart. She would sit in her room for hours and hours in junior high school and sing it to herself, and she began making recordings of it when she was in junior high. Um, As an artwork of hers, she decided to record the entire Jesus Christ Superstar from memory, a cappella, and put it to tape and put it out as a very limited edition artist's uh, sound work. Uh, Basically, it is the entire Jesus Christ Superstar, but the thing to know about Robin Kahn is that she can't sing at all. So it's an absolute train wreck version of Jesus Christ Superstar. At last, all too well, I can see where we all soon will be. If you strip away the myth from the man, you will see where we all soon will be. Jesus! You started to believe the things they say of you. You really do believe. This all hour and a half of Robin Kahn singing Jesus Christ Superstar can be found on Uber Web. The things you say Listen, Jesus, I don't like what I see All I ask is that you listen to me And remember, I've been my right-hand man all along The short story writer and art critic 
based in Los Angeles, Benjamin Weissman, recorded a a short story of his entitled The Hitler Ski Story. He recorded this in Belgium in 1994 at the Ostend Festival using a a background of sappy music and and singing, speaking. Uh, He goes through uh, the entire Hitler ski story for 13 minutes about how Adolf Hitler was a lousy skier and goes into an entire uh, Freudian psychosexual analysis of what skiing means to Adolf Hitler. Let's listen to a little bit of this. Adolf Hitler was not known for his skiing ability. To be blunt, he was not comfortable on the hill. The incline frightened him. He was a terrible skier, a bundle of conflicting limbs and joints, all colliding out the nose and groin. Obviously a uh, very talented writer, but a very untalented singer. And that's why he qualifies for the world of outsiders. Ending this Uberweb podcast number two, The World of Outsiders, is probably my favorite audio piece ever recorded. This one, again, by a visual artist, recorded in the early 90s. His name is Sean Landers. You might know Sean Landers for uh, years throughout the 1990s. He was the cartoonist on the back page of Spin magazine and created an entire artistic persona based on how Sean Landers is the greatest artist who ever lived in the history of the world. And we have 18 minutes of Sean telling us, singing to us, encanting to us what a great artist he is. Let's listen to this. I am vastly underappreciated as an artist in my time. I have every confidence that in the future, years after I pass away, I will be in the pantheon of great artists. I will stand tall among artists of note throughout history. But for now, in my time, I must deal with the limitations of the people who I walk this miserable planet with. The funny thing about this piece is that Sean Landers believes every word that he says. And he's written enormous books about what a great artist he is. He's made paintings about what a great artist he is. And he's made sculptures about what a great artist he is. And friends, Sean Landers, in my book, is in fact a great artist. Everything you've heard today is ephemeral. It would have been lost in the sands of time if not for the deep and vast archive that is Uberweb. Most of these things were recorded on uh, cassette tape, throwaway vinyls, things that people thought nobody would ever hear again. And in fact, they're preserved for eternity for your listening pleasure on ubu.com. I'm Kenneth Goldsmith. Join us next time for Avant-Garde All the Time. Mm-hmm.